Today is Saturday, September 23rd, 2023, and we are going to read for you... Welcome to read through the New Testament. Welcome to read through the New Testament. (laughs) There you go. And we're going to read for you Matthew 13, 44 through 58, so we'll finish that chapter, and then we're going to read Acts 16. Yep, three more parables. Okay. All right, starting in verse 44 of Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all he has, all that he has, and buys that field. And this is a picture of Christianity. Jesus is so worth it, we sell everything to get Jesus. And again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who, on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. <laughs> Same story, right? You find this great treasure and you forsake everything to buy it. That's what the kingdom of heaven is like. Okay, verse 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and stored the good into containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yep, big parallel here between the parable of the the weeds. Just the angels coming and separating the good from the bad. That's what's going to take place at the end. Hmm. And Jesus says, have you understood all these things? And they said to him, yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. Okay, so that's the end of the seven parables of Matthew 13. Yep. Okay. All right, now verse 53. And when Jesus had finished these parables, he went away from there. And coming to his hometown, he taught them in their synagogue, so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not this is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? By the way, that gives us a little glimpse into Jesus' family right there growing up, his brothers and sisters. Yep. Uh, where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his own household. And he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. A lot of interesting things there about uh, just being rejected at home and can't do mighty works because they didn't believe. And kind of growing up, that's the Jesus. They knew they didn't respect him. Yeah, it's just kind of a normal guy, I guess. Yep, very sad. Yeah. Okay, now we got Acts chapter 16. This is uh, Paul and Silas on the second missionary journey. And there are story here about being in Philippi, which is maybe a story that you know when they're in jail. So, anyway, uh, Paul's going back to visit uh, the places where he was before, Derby and Lystra and Antioch, and just going to see how they are. And then he's going to continue on and expand from there. Uh, chapter 16, Paul came to Derby and to Lystra, and a disciple there who's named Timothy son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. And this is St. Timothy, First and Second Timothy are written here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's mentioned several times in the New Testament. And Timothy was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. And Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him because he, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places. 
for they all knew that his father was a Greek. Interesting, willingly submitting himself to the law of Moses, which is what mm-hmm. Acts 15 was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decision that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. Okay, verse 6. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And that's not Asia like Japan and China, Asia. It's like Turkey. It's like modern Turkey, yeah. And when they had gone, when they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So, passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Interesting here they are on their missionary journey. They tried to go to Asia and tried to go to Bithynia and God said, Nope, 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 nope. And then this Macedonian call, it says we should go to Macedonia. Just God guiding by, by closing doors. Closing part, doors. Mostly. Yeah. It's also interesting. This is a, a we. Did you notice in verse 10? It says mm-hmm. we sought to go on mm-hmm. into Macedonia. We, that is Luke, who wrote the gospel of Luke. And he wrote Acts as well. So Luke is joining him now. So it's Paul and Silas and Timothy and Luke all together. And so setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace. And the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in the city some days, and on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who had heard us was a woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, seller of purple goods, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul, and after she was baptized, and her household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. Verse 16. And as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And she kept doing, and this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out of her that very hour. Yeah. But even though she was saying the right thing, she was just a, a problem and it was an <laughs> evil spirit and it just wasn't good. Yeah. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, these men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. 
this is a nasty place. Like, no bathrooms, smelly, sewage all over the place, mice, and rats all around. This was not pleasant. Maybe no food, no cold. Food. Yeah, yuck. Yeah. All right, well, verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were... Doesn't say they were complaining or crying. <laughs> no, I'd be complaining. <laughs> um, or trying to sleep. It doesn't say any of that. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying... And singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. They had no choice. (laughs) Yeah, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all of the doors were opened. And everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Yep, and that's so, just crucial, right? Yeah. Why was he thinking of killing himself? Yeah, he'd rather kill himself rather than be killed because he let his prisoners escape. Because that was the punishment for... Yep, and that's why it's remarkable that the uh, the guards over the tomb of Jesus... Yeah, uh, didn't were let get go. punished, yeah. Yeah, because if they'd have been killed or punished, then that would have been, oh, Jesus was let go. But they needed to try to cover it up somehow. But that's another story. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so the jailer is thinking of... Um, uh, he was about to kill himself, supposing the prisoners had escaped. 28. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And here's a great question. What must I do to be saved? And here's the great answer. And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrate sent the police saying, let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul saying, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore, come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, they have beaten us publicly, uncondemned men who are Roman citizens and have thrown us into prison. And they do now... And they, and do they now throw us out secretly? No, let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. All right, so there's Acts 16, mostly about Philippi. Yep. We got there and all the things happening filled by Lydia, the slave girl, and the Philippian jailer. Yep, and the earthquake. Yep. Okay, so when you write your summaries down, uh, though this is day 20, right, make sure that you're writing on, on Matthew 13 and on Acts chapter 16. Yes. Okay, and we will see you Tuesday for class. All right, bye everyone. Bye-bye.